yelling for Lay back, it's all been done before And if you could only let it be You would see I like you the way you are When you're driving in your car And you're talking to me one-on-one But you've become somebody else Around everyone else You're watching your back Like you can't relax You're trying to be cool You look like a fool to me Tell me Why do you have to go and make things so complicated? I see the way you're acting like somebody else gets me frustrated. Life's like this. You fall and you crawl and you break and you take what you get and you turn it into. Honestly, you promised me I'm never gonna find you faking. No, no, no. Hey guys, what is what is happening? What's happening? Like how are things with you? Uh, uh, that was, you know, actually just just to be very, uh, very, very kind of uh, uh, clear with you guys. Uh, the the uh, the intro, the song that I sang. Uh, this was the uh, the first attempt that I gave to the song, and I uh, the ones that I played previously was the final attempt. You know, I did it like three times, and then I got this was the first attempt, and I I was literally laughing was doing it. I think you could hear it. Uh, while it was playing but whatever uh yeah so this is Merle Colasso and um it's been a great week actually and uh, I hope you guys had a great week as well and of course there's another one uh, coming ahead uh and you're ready for the next one okay uh, right so um what happened uh, what happened this week is what i really do and the thing is you know i just wanted to be also very clear that you know i don't really whatever i talk about or whatever my opinions are or whatever i have, whatever i say you know i don't i don't really know whether what i say and my perspective towards anything or my kind of uh uh, you know, whatever I say, an opinion towards something about anything, I really do not know whether it is right or whether it's wrong. You know, I just don't, I just don't know that because, uh, um, you know, I could just be wrong with everything, like hundred percent of whatever I say. It's just that, you know, I, I like, I like, uh, I like saying what I feel about a particular thing. Like it's just a feeling that I kind of, um, you know, talk about. I'm not saying that I'm really right or whether I'm wrong. You know, I could be completely wrong. It could be completely right. It's just up to you to, you know, kind of, uh, if you're a listener, it's just up to you to kind of, uh, um, you know, decide and uh, have an idea about, uh, you know, uh, kind of uh, take it or leave it kind of thing. Because I'm just sharing a feeling about something, you know, and uh, it's nothing that I stick by it. Anyway, yeah, right. So I have got my voice back. And uh, the fever has left me. The cold has left me. I don't know for what sake. Like it's a little, like, you know, see, I'm sorry. <laughs> that, okay. Uh, I've got a little kind of, you know, uh, the cold is no longer running cold. Like it's all kind of solidified and, you know, kind of all healed up kind of thing. So, um, and believe me, you know, I uh, I wanted it to be till at least the Sunday. Like I wanted the cold to last till the Sunday. And then maybe it, it could heal whenever because I sounded so sexy, man. I 
was really like you know if uh, like i had fever like i'm sorry if i'm like you know uh breathing through my nose sometimes because now the cold is all thickened up and stuff like that but um i was sounding so sexy that uh it was it was just unbelievable like even i shocked myself i recorded myself i wish i could uh, kind of mix it up with uh, this audio track like it was all husky and it was like you know oh man and you know like uh anybody would just fall in love with me like you know uh, if they just listen to my voice and then i cannot i cannot i would just like you know uh, say i'm sorry like you know kind of thing um thanks uh, but then the problem is i had fever so i couldn't go out anywhere you know like uh, or even um or even do this podcast because i wanted to do it like you know i wanted to do it on saturday uh because it's the it's the week, it's Saturday or Sunday because it's a weekend and uh it's the ideal time to do it but i wish i had the cold and the fever lasted at least till today so that and i could really showcase that wonderful voice that i had uh it was sexy man like you know apart from that i think uh, cold and fever is very good for keratin as well um yeah you know because um the way the hair and uh the face glows when you have a fever and when you have a cold i don't know whether you've noticed it but i've noticed it it's not the first time that i've uh, you know kind of felt like that whenever i have a cold and fever my body gets warm it's like wow man my hair is like so wavy and nice and my face is like glowing and i don't wear makeup you know it's simply like glowing like i was wondering what's it like all the shimmer on my face natural shimmer uh but it's kind of all gone now now i'm kind of just uh, sounding sounding nasally basically uh the sexiness and everything is just gone but whatever you know maybe next time when it comes back uh right so uh i was actually today uh, like ev- like every week i usually do my grocery shopping uh on saturday or sunday uh because um i prefer going out and feeling my vegetables and fruits and uh fish and bringing it rather than buying online that is something that I, i would never do like even even after buy my clothes you know i would never purchase anything online because i want to feel the material i want to wear it and i want to see how it looks on me and then i'll make a purchase you know so i'm kind of not an online buyer unless it is a product or a service that is uh it's standardized you know say if i'm buying um i know what um i know what uh kind of a moisturizer feels like so i'll buy that online because it's not new it's nothing that i have to kind of see how it looks in me or uh even food you know i want to see whether it's how soft hard or whatever you know i want to feel all that and then buy it so um making purchases if it's a if a standardized item i can make it online but if it's food or clothing i need to go to the shop to get it so i don't know how people really do it online because um i just can't uh, i just can't do it that way I'll, and i'll never do it you know because i really want to see what i really buy mm so um yeah so i was at this grocery shop uh, today and uh like uh like like usually you know i just bought my stuff and uh, i put it on the um uh, i was standing in line and my turn came and this uh, cashier was just kind of you know um 
uh, put put you know kind of uh, i was getting i was just standing there and then uh, she passed on she was kind of weighing the um, what is it called the bell pepper the green and red bell pepper that i bought and uh, the lady behind me uh, just noticed you know that uh, the red pepper is uh, it was 2 cents uh costlier than the green pepper and i didn't notice i was just bit busy standing there and i was just looking okay fine so the lady behind you know just looked at it and she was just right behind me saying hey man so have you noticed uh the red bell pepper is like 2 cents uh uh costlier than the green pepper i said yeah man like you know i looked at the i looked at the screen and i said yeah that's that's pretty strange you know uh <coughs> <coughs> sorry about that um so uh so uh, and we were like you know uh, and then i asked her do you know why like you know why should the why would a color a color basically make it uh costlier because it's bell pepper it's the same species it's the same plant it's the same uh it's the same what do you call it in botany uh uh not the corolla not the corona that's the flower but it is uh, it comes under the same uh, what is it called man i'm so bad at botany but it comes under the space, same species that's what i'm trying to say of plants you know and so it's like you know i asked her this lady behind me like you know who from nowhere she tells me that it's two cents more uh it's surprising she says you know that even i just realized that uh, red pepper red bell pepper peppers uh is uh 2 cents more than green and then i and then we were like wondering why so then my curious mind goes to the internet and asks google hey google like tell me you know why is uh, what is the difference between a red green and i usually buy red and green peppers because i like the i like eating red raw and i like putting green uh, peppers in my food uh so i kind of you know googled and checked like you know what's the difference between a red green and i think you have yellow and your orange uh, varieties as well and then this is pretty interesting okay i just got to know actually today after i came back from the shop that okay that green pepper there's a difference between a uh, green red yellow orange it's it's all of them come under the same species the same plant it's the same plant it needs the same soil so it's nothing different it's the same plant that they grow from the only difference is green is unripe okay so uh it is um you know it's it's unripe so that means it is picked up uh it is picked up or harvested earlier in the process you know it is it's unripe it's raw that means uh so it is harvested very early in the process before it, uh before it really ripens uh, and therefore uh therefore no therefore man i hate using that word therefore it really pisses me off anyways uh yeah so um ah wow and that's why and that's why um and that's why uh green pepper because it it takes less uh resources like water you don't have to water it or you don't have to kind of uh uh use the soil or manure whatever and because it takes less time and less resources it is cheaper whereas uh green red pepper is the ripened part of uh you know uh peppers so when the green pepper is uh allowed to stay on the plant and allowed to kind of you know grow and grow and ripen off the last uh point is red 
And that's when, since it needs more time to grow and since it needs more resources like water, etc., it is two cents more than green pepper. And then comes, of course, the yellow and orange pepper, which is the in between the green and the red, you know. So first, uh, a pepper turns green, then it turns uh, yellow, orange, and then it turns red. So that's why... Green is the cheapest, then it comes yellow and orange, and then red is the two cents more than than green. Okay, this is a little research that I did because I was going bonkers after that lady told me it's two cents more. And I said, you know, let me just ask. We asked the lady who, the cashier, like, you know, do you know why? She didn't know. And then I asked the lady who told me, who kind of, you know, kind of highlighted it. I said, we don't know. And then I came back home and I did some Googling and then I found this out. And it's pretty, pretty exciting to know that, you know, red pepper is two cents more than green pepper because green pepper is the unripened version and red pepper is the ripened version of bell peppers. How cool is that, man? <laughs> okay, how much time have I wasted on bell peppers? About 10 minutes. 10 minutes of my podcast episode has gone on bell peppers. I feel horrible about this. Anyways, whatever. I'm sorry about it if you felt bored. I shouldn't be starting like this, you know? If you start with bullshit like bull like this, if if I start a podcast with bull like this, in 10 minutes I've spoken about bell peppers, I've lost half my audiences already. Like I have six listeners. Yeah, I think there are four plus two. Yeah, six listeners. I've already lost three listeners because I talked crap about bell peppers. You shouldn't be starting, you know. You should never start with uh, with uh, nonsense like this. Anyways, okay. So I wanted to introduce you. Of course, you, may, you must have heard about this uh, comedian. But um, last week, actually, I kind of was just checking out, uh, you know, uh, the thing is, you know, I don't like anyone telling me, uh, go check out this person or, you know, go watch this comedian or go watch this movie or go watch this television series or whatever. You know, I don't I don't really take that. I will never do what someone has asked me to do because I like searching my own uh, interests, you know, or my own artist or whatever, or my own song. Like I'll do my own research. I'll just see if I like if I have heard something about, you know. Uh, a song somewhere I'll do my own research I'll find a comedian that I want to watch you know I'll watch a series that I want to watch you know I'll watch a movie only if I think after seeing the trailer that it is good or I kind of research I'll hunt for someone and then watch it so I'm kind of just telling you that I don't want you to go and check him out because I don't think that's the right thing to do you know but I was actually watching Peter a uh, Pete sorry Pete, I'm sure his name is, first full name is Peter. Um, Pete Curiel, if I've said it right. See, the thing is, I can't pronounce his last name. Uh, it's C-O-R-R-E-A-L-E. So I'm saying it as Pete Curiel, okay? So I was kind of, I watched him last week and I love, 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 love his Roman Catholic jokes, okay? <laughs> this guy's really funny and I'll play, it, I'll play it for you. I'll try playing it for you because... Uh, uh, a, a bit of his uh, stand-up that I'll play for you. Now, uh, you know, this guy uh, has some great Roman Catholic jokes and I really laugh my intestines out. Um, 
so he was actually uh, he started with you know saying that uh, he doesn't go to church you know he's uh, he kind of uh, he was a regular when he was a kid or whatever but he stopped going regularly to church uh, and he's a roman catholic but now since he has a kid like you know when you have a kid and as a kid you need to kind of go take your kid to you know introduce your kid to religion or whatever you know so and it's natural it's it's normally that's the tendency you know when you have a kid i think even i feel that it is uh, it is important wherever whichever religion you follow i think it's a good idea to kind of you know uh, since if you grew up that way i think it's a good idea to kind of uh, uh teach your kids uh, whatever you grew up with that's what i feel i don't know i may be wrong but yeah so he was saying now you know since he had a kid he he was he had to go to church and kind of you know take his uh uh take his uh kid to church to kind of uh uh, uh introduce her whatever so and uh, so he was saying that you know the basic idea of going to church is just for the bread we go for the bread i mean people catholics basically they go for the body of christ like for the bread and uh, if that's the case you know <laughs> So he's saying you know if that's the case he gives great suggestions you know wherein now since since we all go for the bread of Christ you know why do priests really waste I'm just kind of paraphrasing they waste about an hour like this it's an hour service right so after 40 minutes of the service there is this offertory and then you have the uh, you have the communion service right So why like you know why do you have to waste like 40 minutes of the time and then the most important part of the of the of the mass is uh, kept at the last. So what if what if you know he's telling all the he's t- telling all the priests and the the church goers etc that what if you know the body was given at the beginning of uh, of uh, what is it at the beginning of the service so that you know people could kind of uh, uh take the most important part and then kind of leave if they want to and people who want to stay for the entire service they give so in the first 15 minutes you know if you have the communion service and then people who want to stay they stay people who want to go then they go uh, uh, go immediately or he also kind of <laughs> he also kind of makes a suggestion wherein uh, rather than people really going to church how about a priest sitting at a drive through a drive by kind of communion uh, service center you know wherein uh, people could drive through and then kind of buy the number of communions that they want and the priest and blesses it and then you know we could go on with our life uh, to make the service uh, much more interesting so i love this guy you know especially this roman catholic joke that he really cracks fantastic let me just see what i could play it uh, played for you another interesting thing that he shares you know when we go to church like you know um uh he says uh, what is it there are two lines of uh, <laughs> so true like uh, when 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 we go to church there are two lines you know one uh while during the communion service one where a priest is kind of uh you know giving it to you and then the other line where there's a normal guy with a cheap suit so just listen to it it's wonderful i just love this guy now i just i'm listening to him like for the first time and i've already fallen in love with him i hope you enjoy just just a few uh, like about I'm playing about like a minute. Listen to it. But it ain't now. If I was a priest, I would do that as a little gift to my parishioners. Every once in a while, I would have a really short mass. And you never know when it was coming. That's what would make it so exciting, man. You'd be driving to church. I hope it's one of the short ones. <laughs> I'm talking 
talking super short, man. I'm talking five minutes before church starts. I'm looking at the altar boy and the organ guy. I'm like, start up the organ, get the bread ready. As soon as they come in, we're going right into the bread. Can you imagine that as soon as you walk in, the priest is like, this is the body of Christ. Everyone's like, holy shit, keep your coats on. We're going to be out of here in five minutes. with the bread once a week like a bank every Wednesday five to seven you just pull up the whole family in a car like when you go to a Rite Aid for drugs the priest I just get on the mic how many got in the car four give me four pieces of bread I just hand it through the car I bless the whole car boom there you go I ended up in a graveyard with my daughter we had a let me tell you this one we're on a three bike ride I have how cool is that? I think that idea that that's that's all that I'm playing for you right now. But you must go and check him out if you feel like. Okay, his name is Pete Carell. Carell, uh, if I've said it right, and the guy has great suggestions. Believe me, like you know, I would take the suggestion to Pope Francis, like for real, like you know, the communion service should actually be at the beginning, and whoever wants to stay for the rest of the service, they stay. For those people who want to kind of, you know, uh, go after the service, which is the most important part of any mass, right? Uh, they go. Or maybe a drive uh, a drive through kind of, uh, you know, service with a priest there. I love that idea and I laugh my intestines out, my guts out, my brains out. Brilliant. And I'm going to check this guy out because it's the first time I kind of, you know, uh, got to know him. I was just kind of scanning stuff and I said, let me just check whether I could find something. And there it is, you know. This guy is pretty hilarious. Um, so go check him out. Okay, so I was actually uh, this is uh, this is basically an update. Um, I was uh, uh, I just remember it was like you know a few podcasts back uh, wherein um, uh, we were talking about uh, Taylor Swift's uh, you know uh, Lover the album that came out and how she was having so much difficulties. Of course, now she owns the album; it's her property, but. Um, uh, you know, she's she was having problems with, uh, um, you know, those uh, those the the I think two of them I think uh, I don't want to take their names, but uh, these two guys, you know, who kind of owned her older music when she was new. She kind of you know she sang songs and she also wrote all of songs. Uh, I think they were mostly country songs more than the pop uh, as a pop singer. And right now, I believe there's an there's this uh, American uh, Music Awards, the AMAs, that is going to happen very soon. And the AMAs actually want her to sing her own song, her old songs. Now, uh, the owners of those songs, you know, right now, the guys who have kind of, you know, bought, who purchased the entire, all her all her songs are old songs and now she has no ownership to the songs at all. Like, you know, she's written all of them, but she, now she doesn't own any of them. So <clears throat> the owners uh, now, the current owners, just tell a bl point blank that you're not allowed to really sing your own songs, you know, because they own it. It's their property. And she's like, you know, uh, and that's that was that was what was happening earlier, wherein uh, she couldn't even buy it back because they didn't want to give it to her. Now, I think the AMAs are happening and she's not uh, she's not going to be allowed to even uh, sing her own songs there because of this, you know, restriction and because of their uh, intimidation and because of their uh, the kind of, you know, I think it's a lot of intim they've gotten a group 
and they're just kind of intimidating her. And imagine now Taylor Swift is such a big brand. You know, I don't need to talk about it. You know, she she has a lot of money. She has she she has everything that she and this this is some this is an issue that you know she should be able to handle herself. But my thing is why I'm really talking about it is if if a brand like Taylor Swift is going through so much, like so much of shit that she's to really go through. You know, then uh, there's another thing you know wherein Netflix is going to have a documentary um, about her, like about her life, etc. And uh, which is not going to talk about the owners, uh, that is for sure. But uh, even in that documentary, uh, she, uh, the current owners are not going to allow her to play the older music that she played. Now, if you're making a documentary about Taylor Swift, you got to play all the music that she has uh, she has made or written right from the beginning of her career, right? Imagine not allowing her to play all the songs that she no longer owned in that documentary. Or those owners, or the Scooter Brown, I think he, that's Braun or whatever his name is. Um, and I think it's Machine One. I don't know what's the name of the production house. Machine, yeah, something. I can't remember. I should have done some research. But I know these owners, you know, that uh, the two of them, Scooter Brown and believe braun um and uh he uh so they they have told her that of course you can go ahead like net let netflix makes make the documentary but we want two things from you you know which is like an intimidation you know it's like a gunpoint where you tell her that uh you're not going to re-record because i believe she wants to re-record all the older songs because she no longer has ownership of them she she plans to re-record it next year all those songs that she has no ownership to, she wants to re-record it. So um, these guys tell her that you're not going to re-record all the co copycat versions of the songs. And secondly, you are not going to talk about us, you know, in the public, in um, to the to, to, to the people, and uh, which is really intimidating and it's really sad. So what I like about Taylor Swift is she's being very open. She's coming out and saying it very openly because this is clear intimidation. And it's also, uh, you know, a very good uh, way of doing it because she's also creating an awareness of what really happens in the music industry, actually, which I really admire about Taylor Swift. Like, imagine now in a music industry where Taylor Swift is such a big name. She's a big name. If someone like her is having so much of difficulty to really, uh, you know, with these big brands... Just imagine people who are newcomers, you know, who sign those contracts because they want to kick off their career in music. Imagine, imagine what those small artists really go through every day. Exploitation. This is complete exploitation. And I really, uh, I, like re I like how Taylor Swift has really come very openly and kind of publicly discussing this because it is important for the world to really know that it's not really uh, it's not really smooth out there in the music industry it's a lot of exploitation look at this you know such a big artist is really being threatened right from not being able to play at the AMAs and even the documentary of Netflix if if she wants to play her old older songs you know there's some kind of rules that uh, those owners have really put down which is really shitty crazy and um, you know, I think it's in the hand of her, hands of her fans to really talk about it. And I'm not a fan, not at all. I just appreciate her guts, basically. I just love Taylor Swift's guts, you know, of really... She's, she's, she's a very talented, but she's also a very intelligent girl. 
That's what I like about her. See, talent is one thing. Fine, you can be talented, you could be whatever, but she's she is she is a very intelligent, a very thoughtful kind of person. And that's why I really like her basically. Uh so um let's see what happens, but I think it's crazy that if you've written songs, you've written all those songs, all those words and you sang all those songs. Imagine it's completely you. It's yours, you know. So why do you why why wouldn't he just give it to her by selling? Maybe she'll make she purchase it. She has money to do it. Why wouldn't you give it? That's you know intimidating. That's that's uh, that's you know kind of uh, uh, you are. It's it's terrorizing, you know, to be uh, doing something like that and. Uh, let's see what really happens. But my uh, my basic thing for discussing this is just imagine to what's happening to small artists today who are really coming up, who just starting off their career. How difficult it must be for them, you know. Uh, but whatever, I think that's how uh, that's how uh, things really go. Uh, but anyway, uh, like so, I was uh, this is this is something that you know. Uh, that I was just kind of wondering, uh, like, how do people really get shot in their houses? You know, uh, that's the recent trend that I've been noticing. I think there were two incidents wherein people, where people are just sitting in their own houses and someone really mistakens that house to be their apartment or that apartment to be their apartment. And they just shoot someone in their house because they think it's in uh, someone has kind of invaded their house. It's a home invasion, you know, kind of thing. How, how does it really happen? You know, is my question. Like, why would, why would someone shoot someone to death because you've mistaken, uh, you mistaken the apartment or the house to be yours? Like, it's so crazy. Like, I'll tell you, my cat, okay, I had a cat for about 23, 24 years. She was, she was one of the, she was a very intelligent cat. Now, I lived on the second floor uh, of this building. And uh, uh, so uh, there was this, uh, my cat went down by herself. Like she went down and enjoyed herself. I mean, she went and did her stuff. And when, when she came back home, she had, she knocked on the door, you know, she knocked on the door and she came to the correct apartment every time. Like not even like, uh, maybe I'll tell you about the incident. Okay. So she always knocked on the door and she's a cat. Okay. She's an animal. Okay. She knocked on the door and then we had to kind of open it. She was, she was used to it because, you know, we used to knock the door, or ring the bell or whatever. And she kind of, you know, there's a, there's, they're very intelligent. It's a very study. She studied it out, you know, but only once. Okay. It just happened once wherein, uh, she went to the third floor in the same row of the building, like, you know, I was staying on the second floor on the left side of the uh, of the floor. So she by mistake, I don't know uh I don't know how she made the mistake and I agree like she's a cat, man. She's a cat. She can't see nameplates. She can't see she can't see the house the way the house looks. She she can't identify markings or numbers. She can't identify, you know, uh the look of the house and then that's the house that I need to go. Only once in her 23 or 24 years, she made a mistake wherein she went to the third floor, 
the left side house uh, of the third floor and exactly above my house, my apartment. And she knocked that apartment door. You know, so those guys, they kind of uh, so just reminded me about my cat, you know, with these incidents. So those guys, you know, they opened the door and say, oh, my God, that's Merle's cat. So, you know, uh, so they came down and gave it to me, uh, gave uh, they carried her and bought it to me, you know, kind of thing. Because it was just once in those 23 years that she ever made that mistake. Believe me, others, she's always on the second floor left side. But once she went on the third floor left side. You know, so I agree. I can understand if a cat makes a mistake, maybe 50 times, you can make it 23 every day that you went out. All those times you can make a mistake. But imagine a human being with a sensibility, with eyesight, you know, with, uh, with maturity, someone like that making a mistake and not only going and knocking or entering a wrong house, but killing someone because there's someone else sitting in the house, you know, like, what's wrong with people, you know, they're worse than, you're worse than an animal, like animals are, uh, like, I, I couldn't believe that, you know, I have to say this, but it's weird, it's, it's so shitty that people have to lose their lives because, and in both the incidents that we have heard of, both incidents have been a discrimination issue, has been a color issue, has been a place where both the people who have been murdered were people of color. See, that, that, is, that, that is the craziest thing, you know, uh, that can ever happen. And it's so ridiculous. And then they go around saying that, hey, stop complaining, you know, stop complaining that people of color getting are getting shot or getting killed or whatever. It is happening, guys. It is happening. And if we don't talk about it, it's going to be it's going to be forgotten. It's going to keep happening. You know? No one will do anything about it. We need to create the awareness. We need to keep we need to keep talking about it. The more we talk about it, the more we create awareness and we can get closer to eradicating this shit. You know, imagine in 23 years, my cat made a mistake just once. A human being makes never makes this mistake and a mistake where you kill someone else. Like that's the worst thing that anyone can do. Anyway, uh, that's all that I wanted to uh, talk about uh, for today. Did I go? Uh, did I go beyond my time frame? Uh, I think I went four minutes uh, beyond what I really plan to do every Saturday, Sunday, or whatever, every week. Uh, anyways, guys, uh, thank you so much for uh, really uh, listening to me. I really appreciate it. I love you guys. Don't forget to tune in maybe Saturday, next Saturday or next Sunday. I'll just do it. Um, I- I'll see whether I do it. I'm not really sure because, you know, if I don't have content to talk about, if there's nothing really happened, I don't think there's any need to really discuss anything. But if there's something exciting and I want to kind of uh, tell you what I feel about it, I'll definitely share. And as, as I said it last time, that I really do not know. I don't know whether what is right or what is wrong. Or what I say, I don't stand by it saying that, you know, this is how it should be. I really do not know. All I know is what I feel. And 
I tell you what I feel. So thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate it. Um, until and don't forget, yeah, don't forget if you're uh, if you're writing to me, do DM me on Twitter or you can write to me at uh, just a nobody podcast at gmail dot com. You can write to me. I'll respond definitely because I do check it. Uh, or you can maybe if you're just on social media and you don't want to kind of you know write an email because that's boring, just DM me on Twitter. I'll put you my Twitter handle on the uh, in the, my comment section. Until then, thank you so much, guys. Uh, wow, 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 wow. Bye, bye then. Take care.